0: Welcome to the Iceland with Kids podcast. We're sharing the best tips and tricks to help you plan an amazing vacation to Iceland. Your host is Eric Newman, the founder of Iceland with Kids. Eric offers custom vacation plans and personal tour guide services for families visiting Iceland. Check out all of the details at Icelandwithkids.com. Here's Eric and the Iceland with Kids podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Iceland with Kids podcast. Today we're talking about the golden circle. I always get a lot of questions about the golden circle, like what is the golden circle and where is the golden circle and is it really golden? Should I see it and can I skip it if I don't have time? So let's dive in and answer these questions and more. So the golden circle is a marketing term that describes three world-class outdoor sites in Iceland. When you visit Iceland, you definitely want to get outside and see some of the amazing, beautiful sights. There's hundreds of different sights and waterfalls and canyons and cliffs. The Golden Circle is a great place to start. You can see all three of the major attractions, plus even more during a day trip from Reykjavik. Now the Golden Circle is east of Reykjavik toward the middle of the country. It's very convenient to get there from Reykjavik, but it's less convenient if you're planning a full trip around Iceland on Ring Road. Now, let me actually stop here for a second if you're trying to kind of picture Iceland in your head. That might be hard. Um, you can go to our website, go to IcelandwithKids.com slash podcast, uh, and we put up a free printable map of Iceland on there. It's really handy. Um, It's got a lot more than just the Golden Circle, but you can use that to visualize where you fly into the airport and where the Golden Circle is. So just go to icelandwithkids.com slash podcast to grab it. If you're listening to this podcast soon after it first came out, you'll probably only find that one free map there. But we're we're planning to add many more freebies for future podcasts. So go to that website one last time, icelandwithkids.com slash podcast, grab the map now, and we'll email you whenever we put out a, a, a new freebie for a new episode. Okay, so as I said just a minute ago, if you're based in Reykjavik, I think that visiting the Golden Circle is really a no-brainer. If you plan to go around Olivering Road, you might end up skipping the Golden Circle, and I think that's okay. Though, as we go through, I'll say one of the three attractions you really won't see anywhere else. You know, Spoiler, you're going to see a lot of waterfalls. There's one thing which is unique. Let's dive in now and take an in-depth look at each of those three major attractions. Let's start with Gudelfoss Waterfall. This is the attraction that's the furthest away from Reykjavik. The drive to get there is a bit under two hours. So we'll start there and then we will work our way back. First, how to say it. The spelling of this waterfall is G-U-L-L-F-O-S-S, which looks like Gullfoss. But that double L in Icelandic is pronounced like Tull, as in the word battle. And the U isn't an uh, it's in more of an oo sound, Gullfoss. Foss, that suffix in Gullfoss, means waterfall. You will see that Foss in a lot of words in Icelandic, whenever you see Foss on a map or in a guidebook, you know that's a waterfall. And gudl at the beginning means gold, so the translation is the golden waterfall. The water can look slightly golden in bright sunlight, and the golden circle actually gets its name from this golden waterfall. Gullfoss is a huge world famous waterfall with two sections of falling water. The water turns at a 90 degree angle as it falls. On the one hand, it's huge, it's impressive, and if the, the lower path is open, you can get close enough to the water to get a constant spray of mist from the strength of the water. That lower path is usually open for the summer months, maybe April through October. On the other hand, you are gonna see a whole lot of waterfalls in Iceland and you will have waterfall fatigue at some point. You can't see them all, Foss is certainly a great one to see, but if you miss it, you're going to see plenty. You're going to be okay. Let's get to our next attraction, number two, which is Geyser. This is 10 minutes uh, down the road back toward Reykjavik. Now, the word geyser sounds like the English word geyser, and in fact, the English word geyser comes from this spot. So this is, this is an active geothermal area with lots of little holes in the ground full of hot water. Some of them, you can see them bubbling and gurgling, some of them just steam, and one of them erupts with a massive explosion every three to eight minutes or so. Now, one of these water spouts is called geyser, and that's where this word geyser came from. But strangely enough, that isn't the one which erupts anymore. Uh, decades ago, it did. It was the one. It was the main attraction. And then it stopped. Um, no one really knows why. Uh, people speculate. Lots of people sort of messed with it. They put in dish soap and they put in coloring. Um, we don't know if that's actually what caused it or not. But for some reason, that one doesn't erupt anymore. Um, the actual gazer erupted once uh, in 2019 during the whole year, and it shocked both locals and tourists. Um, luckily, there is a different one which now now erupts, and it's called stroker. You can still see Geyser just kind of sits there in bubbles. Um, but Stroker is really the, the main attraction here, and it's amazing. Um, this is really my favorite site for kids on the Golden Circle. It's the one you're really not going to see anything like it anywhere else in Iceland. Um, you stand there and there you can see the water and it's moving, it's alive, it just bubbles, and then all of a sudden, without too much warning, it'll just explode in, into the air with this, this sort of hot water. You have to be careful by the way. Um, because if you go to sort of where you see wetness on the ground, that's probably where the last eruption went and you can get this hot sulfuric water on you. So you do have to be careful standing in, in a dry looking place. I think this is tons of fun for kids. Um, they can watch, they can guess when they think it's going to erupt. Sometimes it's huge, sometimes it's not as big, sometimes there's two in a row. It really, really is lots of fun and I highly recommend it for kids. The third of the three golden circle attractions is called Thingvetler. Um, This starts with what looks like a P, um, but the curve kind of goes up higher, higher than the top of the P. This is called a thorn. And so it actually, the sound sounds like the th in thorn, so thingvetler. Um, Sometimes you'll see it spelled as thing, T-H-I-N-G, but it actually starts with this thorn. Um, This is a famous spot for several reasons. One is that it is a place you can see the continental rift in Iceland. So when Iceland formed as a landmass, part of its land came from the American side and part came from Europe and they kind of fused in the middle to make this, this island. Um, and this rift goes through a fair bit of Iceland um, and it's actually um, active. There, there are earthquakes there and, and, and volcanoes there in this rift. Um, and so you can go to, to Thingbetler to see this rift and it's wonderful there. What's unique here in this rift are two things. One is that this is the place the Icelandic, the Icelandic parliament used to meet hundreds and thousands of years ago. Literally, they started running this in the year 930. And so imagine a thousand years ago, everyone would gather here and the elders would read laws uh, from this law rock, (laughs) this area where the the speaker would would read these laws. And your kids can go to this site, to this law rock. And my kids shouted laws and had lots of fun. Um, The other thing you can do in this rift is you can actually snorkel or scuba dive or just just see this water. Um, There's some water in this rift um, and it's perfectly clear, Uh, water from a a, a glacial spring. It's drinkable. So you can scuba dive in it, you can swim in it. Or if you go after hours, when people aren't scuba diving or swimming, you can actually just go up to it and drink it, and it's wonderful. So it's a very nice, unique place. But you can see this continental rift other places too in Iceland. Um, You can see it in a shopping mall. They have a little line in the the floor that shows this rift. There's a bridge between continents uh, out by the airport. So there's lots of other places you can see this rift. It certainly is the most famous place to see it, but there are other options as well. Um, there's a wonderful waterfall there, lots of hiking trails through through lava, a nice visitor center. So it's a really nice place to go see. Um, I say if you're on the Golden Circle, you have to see it. If you're not going to the Golden Circle, you can see the rift somewhere else. You can probably skip it. So really, of these three, between the waterfall Gudelfoss geyser, and 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 Thingvetler, Geysir really is my, my number one pick for kids or anyone visiting Iceland to make sure you can go and see it. But if you're going to go see the Golden Circle, go see Geyser. you might as well see the other two as well. While you're visiting these three attractions on the Golden Circle, there are tons more places you can stop on the way. Some of these, I think, are as exciting as these, these three major sites. Um, I'm not even going to cover carath Crater, this massive crater. You can walk around the outside of it or, or go down to the bottom. Um, there's Faxafoss, which, as you can tell from that foss suffix, is a, is a waterfall, sort of the horse's main waterfall, which is also really nice. Um, there's tons more. And if you visit Icelandwithkids.com podcast, we'll have a, a link there um, to our detailed Golden Circle write-up uh, for visiting with kids or without kids. Um, but let me cover two sites that I think are really, really nice and, and, and unique and great. When you're visiting the Golden Circle, Uh, one is a restaurant. It's not a typical restaurant, it's called Friedheimar. Um, This is a tomato greenhouse, and you're literally eating inside of this greenhouse. So you walk in, and you sit at a table, and you look around, and there are these giant tomato plants with sort of lights shining on them. Um, They import bees from a different country uh, to pollinate these tomatoes, and everything on the menu has tomatoes in it. So if you're going with a kid who maybe doesn't like tomatoes, this might not be a really great stop. Um, There is an unlimited option for tomato soup and bread. The bread's really good, lots of different types of bread. There's a pasta with tomatoes. There's a flatbread with tomatoes. Uh, The the desserts um, are tomato-flavored and tomato-based, served in flower pots. some of them. Even the water jug, the water pitcher they bring you, has a cherry tomato in the bottom of it. It's all tomatoes. And so I think this is really, really fun for the kids to see. Here are the tomatoes growing, and they're eating the tomatoes at the same time. It's a really fun stop and a really good food, too. The other place i want to mention um, is called slacky and this is a petting zoo and it's you know nothing spectacular but it's just sort of nice sort of local attraction Um, you never know what's going to happen there's usually this little house that the kids can go in and there's puppies they can pet in there if you go into one of the buildings somebody might walk up to you and ask if you want to hold a baby rabbit or a kitten or who knows what other animal it's a lot of fun and when i was first there i didn't really recognize what made it so special and after a couple minutes i realized that everybody there or almost everybody there was speaking icelandic Right. Everywhere else we've been in the Golden Circle, yes, especially those three main attractions, are touristy. There's tourists there. right? The locals don't really go to see the water or see Gazer every weekend. Um, but people come from Reykjavik um, to get out of the city and go to the country. They'll come to Slacky with their kids to this petting zoo. So it's fun. It's unique. It's different. It's not touristy. I think it's a great option and a great stop. Um, if you're already in the Golden Circle area, it's a great thing to add. So I've covered five things to see in the Golden Circle area, the big three, as I call them, plus a couple of add-ons. There really is a lot more in this area, and there's a free power plant museum that also has free coffee, tea, and juice. There's an Ethiopian restaurant with slow service, amazing food, and a trampoline park behind it for your kids to jump on while they're waiting. And there's a foot golf place where you and your kids can kick soccer balls into golf holes, large golf holes. There really is a lot more. Um, If you wanna see all of those, please check out icelandwithkids.com slash podcast, and we'll have a link there for you to see all of those details. Thanks for listening to the Iceland with Kids podcast. For more information, check out our website at icelandwithkids.com. Or if you want help planning your Iceland vacation or even having me serve as your personal guide in Iceland, just send me an email eric at icelandwithkids.com Thanks for listening.